This is French Tech Podcast, where you'll find interviews of tech ecosystem actors sharing their stories with La French Tech London. We hope you enjoy it. We're very excited today because we're continuing our series in sports and AI. I'm Mathilde Blachol, and today I'm joined by Erwan Lelanou and Pierre-Frédéric Jaffray. Hi, Erwan. Hi, Pierre-Fred. It's uh, really good to, uh, to have you. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Hello, Mathilde. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, so, and today we're very excited because we do not have one, but two guests. We have Julien Vidal, the co-founder and CEO of Azenmed, and Dr. Serge Sinsoff uh, from Imagerive, a Unilabs company. Bonjour, Julien. Bonjour, Serge. So, Julien, you're in Paris. Serge, you're in Geneva. We're in London. Um, I mean, we'll, uh, we'll let you both introduce yourselves. But um, in short, we're going to talk about broken bones, radiology, and AI. Is that correct? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you for having us. So, Julia, I think uh, let's kick it off together. Can you, can you pitch us as a med? With pleasure. Yeah, with pleasure. So, um, yeah, so my name is Julien Vidal. I'm CEO and co-founder of AZMed. Um, and maybe to make you understand what we do, uh, I think you just have to understand one particular fact. Uh, which is that the amount of medical images uh, has surged by 100% just during the last decade, so just over the last 10 years. And you have a number of doctors uh, who are able to analyze this information that has stagnated. Uh, so this is true in, U in the UK, this is true in France, um, and also in OECD in general. So um, mm. in order to close this huge gap uh, at AZMED, we developed AI solutions to help uh, radiologists or clinicians to analyze standard x-rays. Uh, and the goal is to make them a bit faster and also more accurate uh, within the very short amount of time they have to diagnose every patient. Um, so the, the solutions now are CE marked for more than two years, used in 17 countries and 250 centers. So we started re really with a French problem. Now we, we, tr we are trying to solve a worldwide problem. It's uh, just the, the beginning of the journey for us still. Well, we surely hope so. It's very exciting. And I love the way you're, you're saying, yes, we kind of make it a bit faster. It's much, much faster, clearly. And that's what makes as immense uh, solutions super exciting. So you launched in August 2018 with uh, Eli uh, Zerbib Atal, uh, your CMO, and Alexandre Atia, your CTO. You're a CEO. It sounds like you've got a quite a perfect uh, skill combo here. Can you tell us what the story is and how you came up with the idea? What's your background? Yeah, yeah with pleasure. So uh, we are best friends for 15 years. And the idea actually came um, from uh, Eli, the, the doctor of the team. Uh, he spent most of his time uh, at the emergencies uh, in Paris. Uh, mm -hmm. And he clearly experienced what uh, we are talking about now and what we all see now, meaning lack of resources, lack of time, uh, people, lack of experts uh, to diagnose, especially a patient. Mm -hmm. And yes. it's particularly true for standard x-rays, because if you make an x-ray at a public hospital in whenever in Europe, uh, you would be very lucky if your x-ray is directly analyzed by a radiologist because they mm. don't have time for that. And most of the time, it's the clinician, the, emergen the emergency doctor who is not uh, a specialist and mm. who has uh, dozens and dozens of patients waiting, uh, who is analyzing that. So Eli saw the needs. Um, yeah. Alex, the, the CTO, uh, worked previously on breast cancer detection and mammographs also okay. before on cardiac MRI. And um, so he knew how to, to build those algorithms and he adapted this knowledge specifically for fracture. Um, and then my job was more to evaluate the, the potential from this algorithm to, to, let's say, create a sustainable product and then a, a sustainable company. Thank you so much for that. Um, and Serge, you're a doctor, uh, a radiologist, a, a medical manager at Imagerie, so a Unilabs company to be precise. 
thank you again for, for, for being here. You, you were born in Belgium. You studied and practiced in Brussels for about 10 years. And then you moved to Geneva in 2004 to join Limage Rive, where you get to treat lots of crazy snowboarders and skiers. Exactly. And uh, indeed, first it was because we were addicted to winter sports and uh, the, the, the life here around the lake and the mountain is so, so nice. So uh, I joined Image Rive uh, and uh, now we are the largest uh, private radiology group in uh, Geneva. And uh, mm -hmm. Unilat is the main player in healthcare, in diagnostics in Europe. So we build a team specialized uh, in uh, MSK imaging and sports medicine uh, that uh, works with uh, orthopedic surgeon and sports doctors uh, at the Clinic La Colline, where mm -hmm. I, I am now. Our challenge uh, for the management of sports accidents is the same, whether we are taking care of professionals or amateurs, because in uh, Switzerland, most of the people like their job and, and they want to be uh, <laughs> a seizure to, uh, to return to their job uh, as to their sports practice. Uh, mm. So it's our experience. And, you, and you're using, so you're using as in med solution, uh, Ravel. What, what problem are they, are they solving for you? I mean, Julien started telling us um, a, bit about, a bit about the solution, but I'm sure from, from your perspective, from your experience, it's, it's something that we, we all want to hear about. Well, it allows the automatic uh, detection of fracture on x-rays and it really offered the first reading of trauma uh, for the doctor in emergencies before the, the one of the radiologists uh, with a, a diagnosis and a faster additional examinations in our experience the time taken to to, to resort to a complementary ct uh, scan that is the examination of choice to clarify the fractures uh, has been reduced by two thirds, so saving yeah, average huge. one day per patient. So, yeah. uh, and we also revalidated the performance of Revolve with the mm -hmm. reference of to the CT scan. That is harder. That uh, uh, it's a harder challenge that uh, the, the the reading of the radiologist, uh, mm -hmm. and we confirm the high sensitivity uh, and specificity of the solution. Super. Yeah, we'll go back a bit more on the technical. Um, on the technical side, um, a bit later with with Erwan, can you can you give us a real life example of uh, you know where Azenmed solution was particularly useful? Uh, I was on call uh, last week and uh, last week, and we had several cases of ski accidents. One of really interesting was a, a pro sportsman uh, that had a ski accident not linked to his activity that's mainly in the spring and summer, and. Uh, and on his knee, X-ray revolve detected a really tiny fracture of the spines of the tibia where the ligaments are just inserting. And uh, that was confirmed by the CT scan that was done immediately after because revolve uh, uh, really showed that. And uh, okay. then we did an, an MRI to, to have the complete uh, assessing of meniscus ligaments. And, and he was operated early on the Monday. So, in well, this case, he, he saved a few days for, for in next season uh, for this nice, uh, nice example. That's brilliant. Yeah, very. Thank you. That's really, really useful. Um, so you, you, we understand that the diagnosis still belongs to the doctors, but clearly Revolve is having a huge impact on uh, radiologists' day-to-day -day practice. And, and really, this is, uh, I mean, Julien, this, is, uh, this sounds like brilliant advertising for, for you and your team. Yes, clearly, that's exactly the goal we are trying to achieve. So 
the, the the goal for us clearly is to to have the the most impact possible for uh, our customer and for our partner. So we try to adapt uh, uh, as as much as possible to to every partner. So so yeah, clearly. Erwan, you have a few questions on the tech. Thank you, Mathilde, and and thank you both for for these uh, really interesting comments. So to take a bit of a deep dive into the the technology, I was wondering how you always. Uh, ensure that you stay on top of, of the game with, with updated technologies. Uh, AI is, a, is always evolving. How, how does that work? And it's a very good question. I think the, the first um, obvious response for us is just our team, uh, because uh, right now we have 25 people in the team, and you have uh, 15 people uh, in the tech team, so deep learning researchers, uh, software engineers with very diverse backgrounds. Uh, so they have a strong tech watch. They read a lot of papers and clearly the job of deep learning researchers is clearly every day to test new methods, uh, to find new ways to improve the performances uh, of the software. So their full-time job is to stay updated with the latest technology. So uh, this is clearly the, the team uh, itself for us is, uh, is clearly key for that. And I guess the other half of the response is also the customers. Um, meaning it all starts with those customers, obviously, they share their needs, their workflow, their struggles, and then it's up to us to match the best technology to respond to their needs. But staying updated with the latest technologies um, is just um, a mean uh, to respond the best way possible to certain needs. Thank you. And you've brought me on perfectly to my next question. So I was wondering, on top of your team, so what what role would you say your customers or the different hospitals that you work with have um, on the improvement of an, and the product development of the offer? They have a huge role um, on that because we adapt to the need and to the workflow of each radiology centers or each hospitals, as I said before. So we, we develop new features with them and for them, meaning um, we make a lot of updates, but 70% of those updates are specific to a particular customer. So 70% of our product development comes from the direct interaction we have with the doctors th themselves. Um, so this is extremely important. And at the same time, it's a bit normal because uh, AI in the medical imaging field is very new. Uh, almost every time we install our solutions uh, in a new hospital, let's say, it's the very first time a radiologist or an emergency physician is using AI. Um, so at AZMED, we have a huge work to do to support doctors in the use uh, of AI and to bring them um, to, to, and to, to follow them on the use of the solution. And then the benefits goes both ways because on the one hand, well, the more doctors uh, knows about AI, the more they benefit from the solution because they perfectly know how to use it and what's the flows of the solution. Um, and on the other hand, their feedback are everything to us because we can match the product with their exact needs. And Serge, how would you describe that? I, I confirm that our role is uh, really first to give a feedback about the performance of the solution. Uh, it's the first thing. And, uh, and I send uh, regularly uh, the case that could have uh, present a, a, a small problem or when the sensitivity is, uh, is good, but uh, with really subtle, uh, subtle things. And we are also there to, to check the accuracy of the, the upgrades and to, to be sure that they are fit for us. Uh, if they were developed by, for other customers and it's not always, everything is not, is not good for everybody uh, like, like, uh, uh, like it was said. And, uh, and uh, I think one of uh, uh, another role is to, 
to to think about the opportunities to develop new solutions and and uh, link to uh, some other modalities and I think uh, in my field uh, about the CT scan, for instance, um, uh, th there is, a, I think, a, a big field to, to develop uh, with a CT scan uh, uh, in the future. That's been, that's been really interesting. And I guess lastly, I wanted to ask, um, how, do you, how do you see the evolution of, of uh, AI and, and technology used in in kind of this medical in the medical field but particularly kind of in the sports medicine how how is that going to be shaped over the next five years uh, on the radiology point of view uh, what we think is it will be integrated more and more in our practice uh, in, uh, linked to sports medicine with uh, other modalities and the future uh, as julian said is not that uh, ai gonna replace radiologists uh, or doctors it's only that doctors who don't integrate ai will lose uh, their competitivity so and uh, it's really one or drop in imagery and the unilabs to integrate ai and uh, so that we 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 keep our competitivity uh, and uh, it's uh, it's not now our, our experience. So. Thank you. And and Julien, for, for you, what what do you think the key opportunities uh, AZ Med will will embrace over these next five years? What what do you see coming up? Yeah, I completely agree with uh, what has been said because um, we see that people will need better and faster diagnostic, um, and it's all the more true in sports. Uh, I mean, people are more and more demanding concerning their health. Um, and more than ever, patients want to be at the center of the diagnostic. They want to understand everything. Uh, and the key to that, obviously, is communication. Um, and when I say that, I mean patient-doctor communication. And we used to say that the radiologist is at the center of a, a hospital because every other specialist asks uh, the radiologist for a medical imaging exam and ask for a, a certain diagnostic. Um, so they have a big role to play in this communication. But as we said before, they have less and less time for that. Um, so our long-term mission at AZMED is clearly to make the radiologist spend less time with the images and more time with the patients. Uh, and sports is obviously a catalyst for uh, this trend. Uh, an athlete needs more attention, more communication, more explanation than uh, another human beings maybe. Yeah, it's super exciting. Uh, I mean, there's so much to look forward to. Um, in the meantime, you, I mean, you, you have mentioned you were present in 17 countries already. Uh, Julien, that's, that's uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic to hear. But also, you, I mean, you're opening new market and uh, UK is on the map. Yeah, clearly. Uh, clearly, we, we start to be using the UK and this is a very important country for us because um, there is a, a huge need in the whole NHS trust mm -hmm. uh, for the kind of softwares we develop. So um, clearly for us, uh, we'll need to grow the, the sales team specifically in the UK at some point also. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely. So that's, yeah, well, you've, you've, uh, you've touched on it already. So talent, it's a, it's a big, big topic for, uh, for a lot of uh, startups now. And uh, funding is creating what's often referred to as a talent crunch. So is this something that you've witnessed uh, lately? How do you how do you address it at, uh, as it met? Completely, yeah. We witness it a lot uh, lately. Uh, there are a lot of recruitments a bit everywhere. So we're living a, a great time with great opportunities uh, regarding this specific topic. Um, the main thing that I think we do um, is that we define years ago uh, what would be our core values in the team. 
so what we did is that we asked everyone at Azimet to write down the values they thought would represent Azimet as a team. Okay. Uh, and then we harmonized the answer set, and we set uh, main pillars that became our values. The goal really was to reach the, let's say, the least bullshit values possible and the yeah. closest one to reality. Uh, so now every year, the goal is to challenge those values and redefine it because obviously they evolve. And to recruit, um, for me, this process is key uh, because if we know who we are as a group, it's pretty easy to identify the candidates that could fit. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, it's way easier to attract those candidates uh, thanks to, let's say, to this identity, because now every candidate can feel it very easily. Yeah. Um, so clearly, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be doing my, my, my job properly if I was not asking you. And I'm, I'm, I'm personally very curious about those non-bullshit values. Uh, what, what, are, what are they now? Um, it's, uh, it's, really, it's really interesting to hear how you're trying to uh, define uh, as in med uh, from uh, a value a value point of view and how you actually um, use this to to recruit it's it's fundamental for a new generation clearly sure yeah so so um, we have three main pillars currently in the in the team the first mm -hmm. one is about open mindedness um, meaning that we have first we have a lot of uh, different people with different backgrounds nationalities cultures uh, you have people that are coming from the the healthcare industry and other not at all uh, and the, the main point on that is that we focus on uh, our teammates' skills on what, where they're good at. Um, yeah. not, uh, we are not here to either to make judgment or to, to focus on where they are not good at. And it turns out to be a good way to, to create collective emulation. So okay. that, that would be the very first pillar. The second one is just the sense of responsibility. That's something yeah. that everyone feels a lot because the teams uh, are structured in a way that every single person can be essential to the company. And then it's up to you to use your, your dependency and your autonomy as you want to get things done. The thing we ask is to deliver something good, like not something tremendous, but just something good. And the third main values for us is just continuous improvement. Um, okay. We, we never blame someone for making a mistake, but we expect from someone to let's say, to explore all the objectives they set to themselves. Yeah. And yeah, so the per, the, the, the perfect cliche catch, catch line would be fail fast. Uh, that's exactly what we're trying to do. We, we try, we, we tell everyone to fail fast until they succeed. I love the fail fast and, and pick yourself, uh, yourself up uh, uh, even, even faster, I suppose. Uh, before you go, it's a, it's a classic on this, uh, on this podcast. Do you, um, do you have a book that you, uh, you can share with us, an inspiration maybe? That keeps you going. We've had a conversation with uh, with Serge. Uh, he's got a great one. I can't wait to uh, to order it uh, online or uh, with my uh, my independent bookshop uh, just around the corner. Serge, uh, do you want to uh, do you want to share the book with us? The name of the book is The Core. It was written by Aki Insa. Aki was a Finnish doctor, famous Formula One coach and doctor who guided for years. A lot of champions, including uh, Sebastian Vettel and uh, Lewis Hamilton, he disappeared uh, too early in 2016. Uh, he remains one of the greatest doctor and friend I met. Uh, and uh, ebook, uh, the, his book, the court, tells us uh, the story of the management of the champions. I uh, describes his model of holistic well-being well and uh, development for those champions. It's really nice to, 
to read that. Super. I'll, I'll share the link on the, the description of this uh, of this podcast. Thank you so much, Serge. Julien, an inspiration for us to uh, to leave uh, to leave with. Oh, uh, I don't think I have a better book than that. Uh, <laughs> so there's a lot of sportsmen who inspired me. So we can talk about that. But I uh, I don't have right now a book to tell you. Sorry. I mean, it doesn't have to be a book. We're very curious about sportsmen uh, that, well, that inspire yeah. you. Uh, if it's about AI and sports and uh, Dr. Sinsoff is, ba is based in Switzerland, I have to go with Federer, I would say. I think what's inspiring, uh, there's a lot of things inspiring, but if you look at him at the beginning of his career, he was a really nervous player. It was really easy for him to be overwhelmed by his emotions. Uh, and little by little, he completely changed his attitude uh, and his mindset. Uh, so now the, the guy that we know, the Federer that we know, is never influenced by the, the point he just won or lost, very focused on the long-term objective. So... That's inspiring because you see you have a living example of someone that can drastically change, uh, in his case, to control his feelings and become the greatest tennis player of all time. So, yeah, AI sports Switzerland. I had to go with Federer. Sorry. No, no, brilliant. Well, we've, we've talked a lot about tennis in previous episodes. So, uh, so clearly, uh, if, you haven't, uh, if you haven't had a chance to, uh, to listen to, uh, to those, we've got a, we've got a brilliant, uh, brilliant conversation that you can tune in. Thank you for, uh, for, for, for everything today and for uh, I mean, picking Federer. It's a, it's a brilliant example to end this conversation on. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you all. This is it. Thank you for listening to French Tech Podcast by La French Tech London. We hope you enjoyed it. Find more episodes on our website, frenchtechlondon.com and on your regular podcast channels. See you soon.